Welcome to the Betting with a Barber's Podcast. Kiki Barber! Intercepted, taken away by Wonkay Barber. Barber will go all the way. Hosted by former All-Pro NFL stars Tiki Barber. Tiki with a career-high 213 yards rushing. Rondé Barber. That is an interception. That's Rondé Barber's 10th of the season. And featuring Ron Kruk. A production of GreenRollMedia.com. The world's premier sports betting podcast network. Rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Intercepted. Rondé Barber to the pylon. Touchdown, Tiki Barber. And presented by the world-famous Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com to get in the action with better odds, favorable prices, and an expansive betting menu. Now live in Nevada, Colorado, and New Jersey. Sign up today at Superbook.com. Superbook.com. NFL kickoff is almost here. Hey, let's dominate today. The Barber Twins are buckling up their chin straps and about to take center stage. Let's get the former player perspective on this weekend's NFL betting action with Tiki and Rondé. It's betting with the Barbers. Under center, here's your signal caller, Ron Crook. What is up, NFL fans? Welcome to the final episode of 2021 of Betting with the Barbers, powered by Superbook Sports. Ron Kruk with former New York Giant Tiki Barber and former Tampa Bay Buccaneer Rondé Barber. An early Happy New Year to you both, guys. Happy New Year to you as well. This is uh, hopefully 2022. It gives everybody all the dreams and wishes that they could ever ask for. Well, it's going to give us a college football playoff on uh, mm-hmm. New Year's Eve. That's what we're all looking forward to. You know that. Uh, 2022 can't can't help but be better than 2021. So let's go. Especially let's if uh, Natty beats uh, that number one team in the nation. <laughs> Ooh, whoa, that's a big one. We That's a major line in the uh, Alabama and Cincinnati game for sure. Uh, hey, guys. You know, let's let's start off this week. Uh, unfortunately, on a, a, a somber note, uh, we lost. There was a tremendous loss in the football world this week. No doubt about it. Um, Hall of Fame head coach and longtime broadcaster John Madden passed away at the age of 85. Um, you know, fellas, you combined have over 25 years of NFL experience. So I'm sure you both have some fond memories of John Madden. Yeah, no, John was an, an amazing broadcaster. He was a great coach, still has the winningest winning percentage of any coach in the history of the National Football League, which a lot of people don't realize. He's an icon. And as I told Rondé via Twitter uh, earlier or yesterday, he's a multi-generational icon because we know him for so many different things as a player, coach, um, as a broadcaster, and then obviously uh, as the face of Madden football, where <laughs> right. so many young kids know who he is and uh he an icon has been lost for sure absolutely uh take you know you you've had many games where he caught that he called i had many games that he called i remember one uh very uh uh unfortunately the indianapolis game at home uh where i had an interception for a touchdown against peyton manning and he you know i went back and watched the game and he's like Oh, that should just about do it. And then four minutes later and 21 points out of nowhere, no. the Colts end up beating us. Uh, but, yeah, John Madden was a legend. Uh, I said it yesterday uh, in some of my, my posts. I had an opportunity when I was working for Fox to to go out um, to his home and uh, have lunch with him. And 
just in awe. I, you know, when you're around greatness, yeah. um, uh, it, it it tends to impact you, and it it impacted me just being around the man. So yeah, we we lost a, a great one. Uh, he'll he'll be missed, uh, but he will definitely not be forgotten. His legacy will live on forever and ever, man. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. You know, being in the broadcast business for over 25 years, to me, he was really the first broadcasting star in the uh, yeah. in the NFL. I mean, with his boom, here we go, boom, and using the <laughs> telestrator. I mean, that as a kid, I was I was fascinated by it. And and I think Tiki, you hit it uh, on the head too. I mean, my youngest son knows him as the video guy. Yeah. You know, as Madden 2022, and. Uh, he will. Um, he crossed over so many different genres and so many generations. And uh, and I'll also remember as a kid when the Broncos. I was a real young kid. I was like six years old. But when the Broncos beat the Raiders in the AFC Championship, nineteen seventy seven, and Tom Jackson running out there saying, "Take that, fat man!" And <laughs> I was like, "What? What? Who? Who is this guy?" And uh, I also remember a lot of Raider wins over the Broncos. So. Uh, he will be missed, but uh, what a what a great icon he is, and our, our thoughts and condolences go out to him, uh, to his family, and everyone that knew uh, John Madden. All right, guys, let's look back at Week 16. Even Steven uh, with the favorites and the dogs both uh, coming in, uh, covering eight games, but it took 16 weeks, but the NFL playoff picture is finally coming together, uh, although mathematically there are still 24 teams that have playoff hopes alive uh quickly clinching postseason berths only one team in the afc that's the kansas city chiefs and then in the uh nfc cowboys packers rams cardinals and bucks are all in number one seed chiefs and packers uh but with two weeks left we're gonna have a lot of drama yeah, we are. And I think we saw one of those games uh, last weekend, an AFC East battle between the New England Patriots, which we all, uh, you know, had our opinions on. I bet I, I didn't want to bet against Bill Belichick. I probably should have like you guys did. But you know, kudos to the Buffalo Bills. That game was starting to slip away from them and they were able to smash it back into uh, into into their own uh, into their favor with, with Josh Allen who has been fantastic for this 4,000 yards passing and 600 yards rushing. The dude is just unbelievable with what he does to will that team to victory. Yeah, well, Tiki, on top of that, not only were there some great wins, there were some great losses. How about the Texans <laughs> beating the Chargers? Oh, you know, man, oh, what the heck? Just, loss. Brutal, just complete brutality, right? And the, and the Browns, I watched that game from start to finish. The Browns-Packers, the Browns had an opportunity not, oh, not only to help my, my Bucks maybe get the first uh, the first seed, but to also help them themselves propel themselves into the playoffs. And they they lose it at the end. It was, I was texting you. I was texting everybody I could talk to uh, about how pathetic the Browns are, the oh. Browns are. But man, there was uh, it, it was a good week. The Titans coming back and beating uh, the 49ers. It, mm -hmm. it, it was, it's just. Week 16 was a great week of NFL football. It was, and week 17 still so much on the line. It's going to be a lot of fun, guys. So let's get to our first game of the week. Really two teams trending in different directions. The number two ranked playoff team in the NFC and East leading Dallas Cowboys go for their fifth straight victory, while the once hot 
Arizona Cardinals seem to be, again, free-falling like they did last season. They have lost three in a row, but they are still only one game behind the division-leading Rams and currently hold the number five seed in the NFC. Uh, odds coming in, according to Superbook.com, Dallas guys opened up as a minus three favorite. They are now at minus five, and the over-under is 51. Before we get to the points, we want to give a shout-out to all those Cardinal fans and sport fans in general. The world-famous Superbook is now live in Arizona. You can get the Superbook app at uh, the App Store or Google Play Store at Superbook AZ or go to az.superbook.com on your browser. Check it out for daily promotions and odd boosts and be sure to hit up the Arizona team section to get in on the action for all your local uh, Arizona teams. We're excited to be live in Arizona. All right, Tiki, get us going. Uh, Arizona 10 and 5, traveling to Dallas 11 and 4. I really do not like the Arizona Cardinals as of late. They have so many injuries. J.J. Watt is on IR, as we know. D-Hop, DeAndre Hopkins, he's on IR. Now Marcus Golden, that other piece of the puzzle uh, to Chandler Jones, he's got COVID. So defensively, are they going to be able to stop the number one scoring offense in the National Football League? Likely not. And offensively for the Arizona Cardinals, they just can't get anything done. Uh, Kyler Murray, who's looked so good over the first couple of years of his career, looks lost a, a lot of these times. And while the Dallas Cowboys defense is not great, I mean, they're 20th against the pass. Uh, they're 19th overall. They are dominating take, taking the football away. They lead the league yeah. in takeaways. And Micah Parsons up front is just as disruptive of a player as can be. He's a sack and a half already away from having the rookie record for sacks in a season. Uh, so while they're not great, they will be opportunistic. And I think the opportunities for Arizona just aren't big enough for them to win this game, much less cover the five. So give me Dallas laying five points, especially because they're at home. They've already clinched the division. They've already clinched the playoff berth. They're starting to feel themselves. And while we talk about Zeke, like Zeke is having a down season. Dude's got 900 yards and 10 touchdowns. What are you talking about? He's having a down, down season. season. Yeah, he's he's just having not a Zeke season, but it's still a great one. Well, the, the I think the key point to this game is that both teams have already clinched playoff spots. I mean, Arizona's lost three in a row, but they're in the playoffs. But yeah, right. agreeing with what you said, Tiki, no one in their right mind is taking Arizona right now. Losses to the Rams and to Indy. Okay, I get that. Detroit, yeah. come on, man. This team, if you watch their games, even if you're not really you know, that vested in them, if you watch their games of late, penalties, you got botched snaps, you got missed kicks, inability to score in the red zones. Like It's like Cliff Kingsbury has no plan down there. And if you look at Cliff Kingsbury's record, not just in Arizona the last three years, but the last nine years, this is exactly how he is. He finds a slump at the end of every single. That is a good point. It is unbelievable. Now, Arizona, which I, I like them still because in their last three uh, games that they've lost, they've outgained all their opponents. They outrushed the Colts. They threw for more yards against the Rams. This is a very, very talented team, even with a lot of the injuries. But right now, Tiki, it is a team that beats itself, right? And and talk about playoffs. They're, they're already in the playoffs, but they're limping in. You can't underestimate playing bad at the end of the year. Dallas won four in a row. 
they beat three irrelevant teams, right? Washington, New York, Washington. There was a game four weeks ago, though, where they played New Orleans, right? And they got outplayed, but they won that game. They had less yards, less everything. New Orleans had a tight end that masquerading as quarterback. <laughs> That's the only reason they won that game. But it was a turning point for them, right? Because if they had lost that game, they're, they're, have, they would have lost three in a row, right? That jump-started them. Now they're everybody's favorite. Yes, they're improved on defense. They still give up way too many yards, but they do rely on takeaways. They are awesome taking the ball away. Yeah. Number one offense in the league, number three passing attack. They balance that with the sixth best rushing attack. They are by far the better team. So it's for me, it's impossible to say Arizona even has a chance in this because when, when you have a team that's reeling like Arizona, one of two things happens, right? You either get great coaching and everything turns around, or your players start looking for the answers themselves, and that's exactly what it looks like Arizona's doing. They're undisciplined right now. I think yeah. Dallas rolls in this football game. Uh, great points, guys. Yeah, you watch that last Cardinals game, and the penalties just mm. killed them throughout that game. Sloppy play, and you wonder if some of those players in the locker room at this point are, are thinking, oh, no, here we go again, yeah. just like last year. Uh, and, and the play on the field – might be leaning towards that way that they are doubting themselves right now. The Cowboys with the Packers losing and not covering last week, the Cowboys now are 12 and three against the spread. That is the best in the NFL. They're covering 80% of the time and they've covered in their last four games trending in the opposite way are those Cardinals. They're nine and six against the spread, but Oh, and three, in those last three defeats. Uh, I think the Cowboys are playing right now, especially on both sides of the ball, uh, as good as you can entering into January, and that's exactly what you want. They have the better offense. Uh, they have the better defense. I mean, fantasy football-wise, the defense scored 30-plus points last week. <laughs> I got to love that to get it done. It wasn't on my team, that's for sure. But I'm with you guys. I'm going to go clean sweep. I just don't think that the Cardinals have enough uh, firepower to keep up with the Cowboys. And you mentioned them earlier, uh, Tiki. I think Zeke and uh, Pollard, they have a big game. I think they run all over the Cardinals. I'm taking the Cowboys in this one as well. Hey, just because the three of us took the Cowboys, Arizona fans, doesn't mean you have to listen to us. You can get in on the action, too, in Arizona, as the world-famous Superbook is now live in your state. Just download the Superbook app uh, in the App Store or Google Play Store, or go to az.superbook.com, and uh, you can get daily promos, odds boosts, and everything. You can get in on the action on your local teams. All right, guys, let's move on now to game number two. And I mean, do I dare say maybe a preview of the AFC championship mm. as the Kansas city chiefs 11 and four travel to Rondé's Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals who come in with a nine and say, Hey, you've been riding them, man. And, oh. and it's paid off. I think most of the year, but here's our setup. Um, Cincinnati, can clinch the AFC North title and lock up their first playoff spot since 2015. Now, the Chiefs, of course, captured the AFC West title again, as they do, seems like, for a decade, not that long. <laughs> yep. But they have some things to play for, too, guys. They can secure home field advantage with a win. And if Tennessee loses, 
to the Dolphins. Man, remember when we were looking at the Chiefs at three and four and thinking, hey, maybe the NFL figured them out? Well, maybe not. They have won eight straight. Uh, but the biggest game in for the Bengals uh, at home in many years. Let's check out the odds now according to Superbook.com. Uh, the Chiefs opened on the road as a minus four favorite and the money is coming in on Kansas City. They are now at minus five. The over-under in this game sits at 49 points. Uh, Rondé, why don't you get us going? Break down this game for us. Since this is my my team, all of a sudden, <laughs> Cincinnati's my, my pseudo team. Look, you got the, the, the team with the longest streak, a winning streak in the NFL in Kansas City versus a team that just completely eviscerated the Baltimore <laughs> Ravens last week who, by the way, are not good anymore. Mm -hmm. like we can almost stop talking about them. Um, from a purely betting perspective, this game, uh, to me, it's, it's impossible not to dislike the Chiefs. I mean, five points, I, right now I'd say you have to take that. Let's go back to the Chiefs, though, right? A month ago, let's see, month and, month and a half ago, they barely beat the New York Giants, right? You guys remember that game. Mm -hmm. That was right in the midst of, is this team really uh, <laughs> going to be good this year? Since then, they have walked over everybody except for the Chargers, that overtime game. I think it was two weeks ago, right? The narrative is what it is. Where defense has improved. Even though they give up yards, they're the top five, the, uh, I think the fifth-ranked scoring defense in the league. Their offense can win without their stars. You don't, you don't need Kelsey. You don't need uh, Tyree Kill. Either one of those guys goes down. Patrick Mahomes finds ways to be efficient on offense. And when they're excellent at those positions, they're they're unbeatable. Since he, for them, this game, this has to be a primer for them, uh, a playoff primer. The AFC North is tight. We know that. But, but this team still confounds me, man. Joe Burrow can throw for 300 yards and lose like he did against San Francisco and the Chargers. Or he can throw for 150 yards and they win, like they did against Denver two weeks ago. It's like it's clear this team is clearly not about just the quarterback, even though he did throw for 525 yards and five touchdowns last week. That when they're balanced, I think they're really good. Joe Mixon has quietly 1,200 yards rushing this year and 13 touchdowns. Right? We don't talk about him because they have the best three receivers combo in the league. Right? If Tyler Boyd gets Boyd gets 200 yards this week, I don't know if this has ever happened. They'll have three receivers with over a thousand yards. That's yeah, it did. It happened with Jamar, Arizona. Yeah, Jamar Chase is a Doesn't pro bowler. Doesn't much for sure. T. Higgins might be even better than Jamar Chase right now. The defense mm -hmm. is remade, right? That we I talked about. I had them in the preseason. I talked about how they got all these new guys coming in. Do you know who's fifth in the league in sacks right now in the NFL? Trey Hendrickson. He's got mm -hmm. fourteen. The free agent defensive end from uh, the New Orleans Saints. That Sam Hubbard, the other defensive end, Larry Ogunjobi, B.J. Hill, all these guys come in. If there's a team that can stop them on defense, stop Kansas City on defense, it's these guys. Their problem mm -hmm. is the secondary, right? Eli Apple, Jadobia Woozy, those guys are like whoever. They don't have their starting linebacker. Uh, this is a game. Like I want to, I want to pick Cincinnati, but every time I try to get back on their bandwagon, they lose. So I'm taking KC. <laughs> Very good. Tiki, your well, thoughts. Well, well, let me do it for you, Rondé, because I like Cincinnati. <laughs> Getting five points. Yeah, and, and yes, I know, and, you know, the Kansas City's been great, but Cincinnati at home, the weather's going to be, who knows? I hope it's terrible for their sake. 
Uh, yes, and Kansas City's been fantastic. They eight and one, eight and one touchdown interception ratio for Pat Mahomes of these last three games. Completing seventy three percent of his passes. A lot of that was inflated because for some reason your boy Mike Tomlin decided to blitz him all the time, and he just he eviscerated them and just destroyed them last weekend. Uh, but I like Cincy. You you mentioned their receiving core, and again, the last time there was three one hundred yard receivers, it was the Arizona Cardinals. I forget what year it was. It was, it was Anquan Bolden, Larry Fitzgerald, and someone else. Um, so they it's it's happened before, but it's very rare. Joe yeah. Burrow is turning into one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the National Football League. Hell, he might be top five this season, given how good he's played, because they've surrounded him with all of these great weapons. And he's got that moxie, like this swagger, which, to be honest with you, when I saw him at LSU smoking a cigar and looking like he acted <laughs> like he was like 28 years old, I was like, dude, this kid's a clown, man. There's no way he's yeah. going to make it in the National Football League. But he's matured significantly yeah. over the last couple of years, uh, last two years in Pacific, because uh, he's only in his second year. And I love where he is. I love where his mind is. So give me Cincinnati. They're playing for something here. They're desperate uh, to to end this slide. As Ron mentioned, yeah. it's been since ninth, uh, 2020, 2015, since they last won the division yeah. and last made the postseason. Uh, Kansas City, they're comfy. Yes, they feel good about themselves. They, it's it's easy to feel good and get smacked by Cincinnati. We've seen them do that multiple times this year. So give me Cincinnati uh, getting five points here. Well, who I guess I got to break the tie this week. And I was going back and forth on this one too, guys. The Chiefs, I mean, how do you really bet against them? They've covered in six straight games and just seem to be getting stronger and stronger as the season goes on. Uh, and and I, I, what I like is they're just there's so many guys that are are beating teams now. Pringle last week and and just it seems like every week somebody is stepping up and they did that last week without uh, Travis Kelsey, Kansas City. Eight and seven against the spread, and the Bengals are the exact same. They've been up and down all season, uh, as Rondé well knows, but they have covered in the past two games. I look at this, and I think this is going to be an absolute offensive shootout. You mentioned uh, Burrow coming off really a game of a lifetime, you know, taking out the Ravens in, in spectacular fashion, getting some revenge on a division foe, uh, throwing for over 500 yards, four touchdowns. It could have been worse. Um, I think, I mean, this could just be an old school quarterback battle with him and Mahomes just throwing for a thousand yards each. Who knows? Uh, even though the Kansas City defense has really been the key to their turnaround. I still think this is going to be an offensive shootout. Uh, I love what Joe Mixon has done this year. Mm -hmm. It's great to see him healthy. And I think the Chiefs defense is going to get a, a dose of Mixon in this one. I like the Bengals. I'm going to go with Tiki on this one. I don't know if they're going to win. Maybe it's the orange vest. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's what it was. But I'm gonna go with the Bengals. Uh, you, don't like, I, you don't like the onesie, the the, the holiday onesie. Oh my! Oh my! <laughs> I mean, I didn't think we could step it up from last week's holiday wardrobe, but apparently Rondé just did. Wow! Wow! <laughs> hey, By the way, everybody's on vacation still, man. Nobody's gone back to work yet. This is me <laughs> chilling in my in my in my uh, in my onesie at home. Look, the best thing about this game. Uh, we, I meant to mention this. This is a one o'clock kick on CBS. This yeah, could cool. e this is easily the best game of the weekend, other than maybe Arizona Dallas, and yeah. we get to watch it at one o'clock. That's I might I still be in my 
pajamas. By the way, they haven't taken those off. Two thousand. <laughs> I just looked it up. Two thousand and eight was the year. Steve Breston was the other wide receiver. Terry Fitzgerald and Steve Breston. Kurt Ooh. Warner obviously was their quarterback. <laughs> and in that year, they went to the Super Bowl. They were that good. They lost to the Steelers, but they Steelers, were. Yes, yes. Yeah. Great game. Our Hey, and our producer this week, Kristen Mackey, you're going to want to take that clip of uh, of Rondé yeah. showing those off. We, we'll save that for the fas- for fashion week. All right. <laughs> All right, guys, so um, that's going to do it for our, our games. Uh, the guys going, um, Tiki and myself going with Cincinnati and Rondé taking the Chiefs. So that leads us now to the Barber Brothers Game of the Week, powered by Superbook.com. Hey, the NFL season is wrapping up, so make sure you get signed up at Superbook.com. Download the app and make sure you are following us on social media at Superbook Sports and at betting with the barbers. Okay. Tiki, you've broken it up the last few weeks with some college games. So I I can't wait to see what we've got this week. What is your game of the week? I'm going college again. I was slightly wrong on army last week in Missouri. They only, they they didn't cover by two. They They did win, but they didn't cover by two. Missouri played uh, some, some heightened football, which was good for them uh, for Drinkwitz, Eli Drinkwitz, which I should have known. But this week I'm going to the orange bowl. Uh, this one feels like I'm going to be out of my mind. The Michigan Wolverines are getting seven and a half points. And yes, they're playing Georgia, who is number one for most of the season. They have this vaunted defense. But you know who Georgia played this year in the SEC East? Um, Kentucky, Tennessee, Mississippi, South Carolina, Florida, who Rondé rightfully picked was going to get their asses kicked by UCF last week, and they did, uh, and Vanderbilt. That's the SEC East, right? Of course you could be great against them. You know who Michigan played in the Big Ten East? Oh, yeah. Michigan State, Ohio State, Penn State, like the the powerhouses. Yes, and they played a bad quarter against Michigan State and ended up losing that game. Otherwise, they'd be perfect. This is easy for me. Hassan Haskins and Blake Corum are beasts in the backfield. They have a fantastic offensive front. Cade McNamara doesn't make a mistake. He's only got four interceptions on the season. And their defense, led by Aiden Hutchinson, who should be the number one overall pick. If not, he's going to be two behind uh, the kid from Oregon. Uh, and, 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 And David Ojabu, the other defensive end, they are going to wreck havoc on Stetson Bennett. JT Daniels is not available because he has COVID. Maybe maybe he'll play. Who knows? But still, I think Georgia's going to be in for an eye-opener against the Big Ten's best team this year, Michigan. And Michigan's getting seven and a half points. Definitely give me Michigan plus seven and a half in this Orange Bowl. Until Georgia can prove something, I, I, I I'm tend to be with you on this one, Tiki. I mean, uh, the way that... Uh, they just really crapped the bed in in that yeah. SEC championship game. They got to prove it to me. So I love that uh, Tiki going with the uh, uh, with Michigan in this one. I got it now. Before we get to Ronde, I, we got to give you props, man. I mean, last week your game of the week taking the Chicago Bears in Seattle. Props for picking them. They came into that game, Ronde. Four and ten against the spread, but guess what? They're now five and ten. Nice pick with the uh, the Bears last week. I was just reading the tea leaves, man. Just just <laughs> marinating the tea leaves, seeing what was coming at me. And the future fire coaches game, you know, you just got to take the hot team. I mean, that was definitely Chicago. Uh, question for Tiki, though. Question for Tiki. 
We already brought up Cincinnati. Mm. I said it earlier. Cincinnati, Alabama. Mm. Cincinnati's, Cincinnati's defense isn't good enough to stop what, what Bryce Young is going to be able to do to them. Um, and if Brian Robinson is healthy, forget it. It's just it's just too much firepower uh, with Oklahoma. I mean, well, with Alabama for Cincinnati to compete. Uh, so, I mean, I, I like them. I, I really love what Desmond Ritter's doing. I like yeah. the forward, they're back, I like, but I just don't think they're they're good enough. <laughs> yeah, Michigan-Alabama championship game, I like it. Yeah, hey, quickly, guys, the odds, according to Superbook.com right now, Alabama minus 13. That's fluctuated a little bit. I've seen it up at 14 and mm-hmm. even 14 and a half. And uh, the Georgia-Michigan game sits at uh, Michigan is getting – Plus seven and a half. All right, Rondé, right. what's your yes. game of the week? Speaking of fluctuations, there's probably one coming in uh, in my game of the week. In all, all respect, because I think another great game this week is the Dolphins-Titans. Dolphins, by the way, yeah. second longest winning streak in the NFL, seven games. Could not believe that when I saw that this week. They won one, lost seven, and now have won seven. That is all unbelievable. Of, all against opponents they had no business losing to, so they better have won. <laughs> <laughs> Let's what would you have said after we let's, let's just keep it real? Debbie Downer <laughs> over here. Ronde, don't, don't forget that Tua was hurt for some of these games. And they were starting Jacoby Brissett. And that's yeah. the hard part of their schedule. They played the Colts and the and the Bucks. Bucks. Uh, yeah. They did lose to Jacksonville and London, which I had I can't. They lost to the Bills, and then they played Houston and they they beat everybody, including the Baltimore Ravens, who was they were the first team to expose the Ravens. Put it yeah. that way. They blitzed right. them Good constantly, point. nonstop. Point. And now they blitz 38% of the time, dude. 38. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, they're finding ways to win. But that's not my game of the week. My game of the week, uh, I think this one's even better. And like I said, there's probably going to be some fluctuations on this on this line. Raiders at Colts. Nine and six Colts, mm. eight and mm. seven Raiders. And Tiki, you just did the Raiders last week, so you might be able to interject on this for me. I don't think this Raiders team is great by any means whatsoever. Quarterback has a lot of yards, yes, right? Uh, they they don't really try to run the ball. They have 200 more. I always, when I was doing games, I used to always look at this stat. They have 200 more passes this year than rush attempts. That's just – they're kind of like the Bucks without the talent, right? Yeah. <laughs> like without the talent to do that. <laughs> um, but they're gritty under Rich Basaccia, right? This is a gritty team. They've squeaked out two wins, two important wins, really, for them uh, at Cleveland and versus Denver. And what, what you know, really seems like an easy cover for the Colts at the beginning of this week, especially after beating New England and uh, in Arizona, COVID dagger strikes again. Yes. <laughs> Sam Ellinger. Right? Is that how you say it? Starting yeah. at quarterback, yeah. sixth rounder from Texas, who was very fun to watch in Texas, by the way. I, 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 I spent a lot of time watching Texas because I have a By buddy. the way, you wouldn't you couldn't trust them, you know, to to, to plant a seed, right? But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> right. uh, what do we, so what do we know? What do you know about him, right? If you watch him in college, you know one thing. The dude is mobile as hell, right? He doesn't have a strong arm, but he was pretty good in the preseason. I had to go back and look up some of his stats. He's 21 to 31. Really did only made one mistake. He protects the ball. And you know that their offensive coordinator, right? Marcus Brady for the for the Colts will have a totally different package. It will not be the Carson Wentz offense. I mean, of course, it'll be Jonathan Taylor and time of possession. 
uh, or whatever. But to me, this game is just interesting because if you're Oakland, you got a rookie quarterback. You do whatever it takes, whatever it takes, make anybody else beat you other than Jonathan Taylor, right? Whatever that means, stack in the box, eliminate easy throw, whatever that is. This this one's interesting to me. Uh, because it, Indy's defense gives up a bunch of yards. I mean, Tiki, this is this is why I picked part of the reason I picked this game because you got to be worried about Derek Carr's ability to throw the football down the field. But who's he throwing it to? Right, well, Grand Renfro yeah. game uh, versus uh, Kenny Moore will be a matchup unto itself. That's going to be a great matchup. It'll be a game unto itself. Who in the world is Foster Moreau? We know who Zay <laughs> Jones is, and D. Jackson is what. 38 years old <laughs> where are you getting all these yards from right? where's Derek Carr getting all these yards from he's been pretty pedestrian the past couple of years past couple of weeks there's no Darren Waller I think he's still questionable he's been questionable all yes year. yes um, but despite all that despite all that they have a small chance to win or get into the playoffs and I, I think this will be a good game because of that because of the uncertainty at quarterback and Oakland finding gritty ways to win I, I mean if it stays, if the if the if the line doesn't move from what what is it six? It was at six. Yes, if, if the line doesn't move for at six. This is an interesting betting game because I think Oakland can cover if if they're not able to to, to if Indianapolis isn't able to move the ball like that like they have been in the past couple of weeks. Yeah. So just for just for clarity's sake, it's off our board right now. It's super bright, right. but it will come back on. But to keep an eye on it, Rondé Brian Edwards is your answer. Brian Edwards is a second-year player from South Carolina. He had a big back shoulder touchdown last week, two weekends ago, uh, for the Las Vegas Raiders. That, and they start, they're starting to say he's starting to get it. By the way, Hunter Renfro is tied for second for the most career receptions in single season for the Raiders, both Oakland and Las Vegas. And he's only, um, at this point, 12 away from tying Tim Brown for the for the most receptions all time Crazy. in Raiders history. So he's filled that void with Darren Waller out. Foster Moreau, don't sleep on him, man. Yeah, Denver couldn't catch him last week. That's right. By by the way, Tiki, your guy, Brian Edwards, right? Is that who you said? Yeah. Out. Oh, is he really? COVID still? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) No, they changed it. He'll he'll play in this game. He He got COVID before last game, and they changed the rule to five days as opposed to to ten. Uh, right. Depending on if he can uh, toss back a negative test. It, so well, we'll is he see. vaccinated or unvaccinated? It's I don't know. Yeah. That's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah. That's that's the Carson Wentz issue, by the way. Absolutely. Oh. Oh. Yep. And that's and Tiki made a great point. Keep it. Uh, get to SuperBook.com and and check out the odds because. With COVID right now, things are changing every day, every minute. Uh, Carson Wentz, as of now, not playing because uh, he uh, tested positive, and we will have to see what happens with that line. But it did open early in the week as the uh, the Colts were six-point favorites. So, yeah, just what a crazy couple weeks in the NFL dealing with, with COVID for sure. But those are the Barber Brothers games of the week. And make sure, as I said, you keep it uh, and get to superbook.com to check out all the line movement, especially before Sunday's kickoff. All right. Well, once again, we're going to fire up the DeLorean. We're going to pull out Biff Tannen's Grace Ford's Almanac as we go back to the futures and check out some future bets from Superbook 
Sports and Superbook.com. Guys, regular season coming to a close. Uh, we're going to take a look at three future bets that you e are either in on or going to pass. And we're going to start off with uh, – the first one with the NFL MVP. We spoke about this earlier and uh, man, things have changed. And our first future bet is Jonathan Taylor to win the MVP. I think uh, he was around 25 to one a few weeks ago when we mentioned that he should be considered as an MVP candidate. He is down to seven to one to win the NFL MVP award. Guys, are you in or are you gonna pass? Seven to one, I'm taking him. I think he has a chance. I, I really do. I know a lot of people are saying Aaron Rodgers, but they're saying Aaron Rodgers because the Packers currently have the best record in the NFL, right? 12 and three. Best best record. But on the MVP chart, right? Are you looking at stats or whatever? There are nine quarterbacks ahead of Aaron Rodgers right now, statistically, right? Does that mean he's not playing great? He's playing great. He only has four interceptions. You know, he finds a way to, to win football games, even games that they shouldn't have won, like last week against, <laughs> against Cleveland. Um, but there's at least three guys ahead of him that are playoff-level quarterbacks that are having better seasons than Aaron Rodgers. So to make him mm -hmm. the, the MVP, I, I don't know. I still think it's going to be Tom Brady. But – Seven to one, <laughs> seven to one. I'm feeling Jonathan Taylor on that. That's a yeah. pretty good bet. What I, do you think? I, I'm gonna be out on it, even though he deserves it. He should win the MVP because if you take him off of that team and Naheem Hines is your right. starting running back, they, maybe they have five wins. And I mean that, like, not, with all respect to the Tennessee Titans, maybe they have five wins. He is the most valuable player. But we are so biased in this in this award that we ha they have to give it to a quarterback. The year that Todd Gurley, I forget what year it was, 2012 or 13 or whatever it was, he he deserved to oh, win the yeah. MVP. He was the most important player on the on the on the Los Angeles Rams. Jared Goff was a shell. We all knew it. Uh, they gave him the offensive player of the year and still gave the MVP to Tom Brady because they can't not give it to a quarterback. So yeah. I'm out on this one simply because I know they're not going to give it to a running back. How about Derrick Henry last year? Yeah, he rushed 2,000 yards. He needed, he, needed like, he needed like 180 his last game, and he did it. And he did it, yeah. <laughs> Real shocker that uh, Tiki is pushing for a running back to win MVP <laughs> and uh, and Rondé still pushing his man crush uh, Tom Brady as MVP. Right now, the current odds, though, for the MVP award, Aaron Rodgers is the favorite at minus 175, Brady 7-1 to one, along with Jonathan Taylor, and Patrick Mahomes sits at 10-1. to one. All right, let's go back to the futures and look at the odds of winning the AFC championship game. These guys started uh, at four or five weeks ago, around 25 to one to win the AFC championship. But now the New England Patriots sit at 10 to one to win the AFC title. Guys, are you in or out on this one? Ronde, kick us off. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking New England to win. I, I just think, and I mentioned this last week, right? When we were doing the Buffalo New England game. If you make Mac Jones have to win a football game, throwing the football, he will not be able to do it. Not that he can't do it. I'll reiterate, 
but he will not be able to do it right now as a rookie. There are some other teams, uh, Kansas City for one, if they get in that game and Patrick Mahomes starts lighting up that defense, mm-hmm. you know, much like uh, 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 Josh Allen did last week, I, no, I'm not taking it. I wouldn't take that bet right now. I, I'd take yeah. I'd take Buffalo to beat them again. I, I I just I just think there's there's better teams out there with more experience at the most important position on the field than New England Patriots have. I, I agree with Rondé, and it's really because of what you just said. That last statement is the only thing that matters. Uh, experience at the quarterback position is critical. Uh, in the postseason, and Mac Jones just doesn't have it. Things are going to change. I know that he handled the shift from college to the NFL with a plum for most of this season, but it's starting to catch up to him, and defenses are starting to look at that book on him and say, all right, this is what we can do to frustrate him. Now, they are so well coached that they stay in games even when he's severely outplayed, but I can't take a, a, a chance that they would win um, You know, the AFC championship with all of the talent at quarterback that we're seeing in the AFC. Yeah, I I love this bet three or four weeks ago when you were getting 20, 25 mm-hmm. to one yeah, odds yeah. on the Patriots. Why not take a flyer? But right. uh, things have changed the past couple of weeks. The current odds to win the AFC championship, according to Superbook.com, the Chiefs are your favorites to capture that title at three to two. The Bills sit at seven and two, and then the Titans and Colts are both at eight to one odds. All right, well, we wrap up back to the futures. We got to get a Super Bowl bet in here, don't we, guys? Yeah. Um, we looked, and, and there's a lot of jockeying going around, but we decided to go with the team that has the best record against the spread so far this year, and that uh, team is the Dallas Cowboys. They sit right now at nine to one odds to win the Super Bowl, to win it all. Tiki, are you in or are you going to pass on this one? Mm-hmm. I could see this happening, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to say I'm in on this one. Not that I'm, you know, espousing the Cowboys being Super Bowl champions as a giant, but especially a giant that's about to go local on WFAN in New York City. But they are playing good football, and the fact that they can score and potentially outscore anybody is is a good sign for them and defensively if they put the right game plan together uh which i think dan quinn could do uh, i'd say yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna say yeah i'll take this one i'm not <laughs> i think a team to win a super bowl has to be better on defense mm-hmm. and i know that they're and i mentioned this just a few minutes ago when we were talking arizona dallas they give up a lot of yards man a yeah. lot of yards. There are games that you watch them play, and you're saying, if the, if this ball doesn't get turned over, if, if if Diggs doesn't find a way to intercept this this pass, they're going to score 40 points, right? If somehow they keep living by that. We were a good defense back in the day, and we had 38 turnovers, I think, the year we won the Super Bowl. But yeah. we were also a top five defense in the league. That's how you win championships. I just don't understand how uh, a lot how you could. Take that bet that Dallas is going to be the team. They still got to beat the Bucks, man. They lost to the Bucks earlier in this year, first game, season, right? but they lost that game. <laughs> I just go back and look at their schedule, dude. They lost some games this year to Denver, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> right? they, I know. They Shocker. They didn't play great in other games because they give up so many yards. I don't care how many points you score, how many yards you have, how balanced you are on offense. At some point in the playoffs, your defense has to step up. And if they're if they don't, they're not winning anything. So 
That's my, I'm not taking that. The old adage, defense wins championships. Rondé sticking with that. Here are the current odds to win the Super Bowl right now. According to Superbook.com, Chiefs are leading the way at 3-1. to one. The Packers right behind them at 9-2 to two odds. The Bills and Rams come in at 7-1. to one. Uh, the Buccaneers, 8-1, to one, and then the Cowboys, as we mentioned, 9-1. to one. And since we were talking about the Patriots, they have 20-1 to one odds to win the Super Bowl. So uh, get your future bets in at Superbook.com and, uh, and bet on any of those bets, MVP, uh, AFC, NFC Championship, and, of course, who will win the Super Bowl. All right, only a few more weeks, guys, uh, to get into Superbook Sports season-long contest of watching the Super Bowl with the Barber Brothers in Las Vegas in February. To qualify, it's just so easy. You just got to send in a question for the guys via Twitter uh, at Superbook Sports, at Rondé Barber, at Tiki Barber, at R. Cruck and at Betting with the Barbers. You're automatically entered into the drawing. It's just so, so easy. All right, this week's question uh, coming in from Brad in Colorado, and this is very timely, Brad. Well done. His question for the Barber Brothers, uh, it's going to be good. Guys, what are your New Year's resolutions? Mine is very simple. I haven't seen my boys play football um, because of COVID in a year. I've seen them on video, but I haven't seen them in person. So I had to go see my boys, one at Princeton and one at Brown next year, uh, play wow. football this fall. Love New it. Year's, New Year's resolution, get in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yes. Uh, I like it. Our producer, said, Kristen says, play more golf. <laughs> I don't need any of that. that that's happening anyways. <laughs> Or, you know, I'm down in Orlando. I'm just waiting for the invite, uh, Rondé. I'll be up there and tearing it up, okay? Love it. <laughs> Great question. Uh, we appreciate it, Brad, sending that in from Colorado. You are automatically entered into the drawing to watch the uh, big game in Vegas with the three of us. That is going to be a fun time in Vegas. Can't wait for that, guys. All right, that is going to do it for another episode of Betting with the Barbers, the final episode of 2021. But don't worry, we have big things to come in 2022. Before we uh, kick things off in week 17 already, fellas, any final thoughts? Have a happy and blessed and safe new year heading into 2022. It's going to be a great one. We know it. Yeah. See you next year, peeps. <laughs> yep. And what are the odds that he will still be wearing that onesie? I think they just ride it out, man. Ride it out. Happy new year to you guys. Uh, appreciate it. And to uh, your families as well. And to all our viewers and listeners and the entire Superbook sports team. Uh, make sure you get in the game at Superbook.com. Download the app for the latest odds and follow Superbook on social media at Superbook Sports. Betting with the Barbers airs on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, and now on Superbook.com. New episodes drop every Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. And make sure you are looking for our clips and picks throughout the weekend on social media. The podcast version of Betting with the Barbers is available on Apple and Spotify for Rondé and Tiki Barber. I'm Ron Cruck. Happy New Year, everyone, and enjoy the games. 
You've been locked into the Betting with a Barbers podcast. 10-5, touchdown Tiki Barber! Presented by Superbook Sports, featuring former All-Pro NFL stars Tiki and Rondé Barber, and featuring Ron Kruk. Subscribe, rate, follow, and review today, and never miss out on the Barber Twins weekly betting advice. Tiki Barber takes it all the way, 62 yards. Rondé Barber broke up the play. Rondé Barber breaks it up. Want the best sports betting podcasts on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network.